Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. So glad to have you join me today as we continue to walk devotionally through the New Testament. And we, uh, at the end of last week, we began the book of Acts. And so today we are in the second chapter of Acts, Acts chapter 2. And uh, there's kind of a, a section in Acts chapter 2 that is is kind of the go-to to talk about in terms of the way we we operate as a church, the way we think about ministry, the way we think about life in community. There's a lot of other passages and a lot of other portions of Acts chapter 2 that if we had uh, lots and lots of time, we could we could spend time going through each of those um, as Peter preaches and there's, uh, there's just this great moment at Pentecost. But, but here's where I want us to land. I want us to land in Acts chapter 2 and uh, it's passage about the church. So starting in verse 42 and going through first, verse 47. Here's how it describes the the church early on as it gathered and as it did ministry and as as the the people of God, the church, this new thing. In Ephesians, we learn about how this church is a mystery. It was it's brand new revelation. It was not uh, it was not a thing, and now it is a thing. And so we see how this early church how they related. Here's what it says, verses 42 through 47. So now they, the, the church, the, the people that had trusted in Christ, had believed in the gospel, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common." And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's go back up to the, the beginning of this. He, I just want to kind of walk through and point out some, some observations and have us consider what that means for us as we live the, the ancient way in our modern day. Look at where it starts. It says, they devoted themselves, first of all, to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship. Now, when we talk about the apostles' teaching, we're talking about biblical revelation. We're talking about the the uh, exposition of the scripture, really, is what we're talking about today. We're talking about opening up our scripture that was Old Testament written through the prophets and New Testament written through the apostles and, and those connected tightly with the apostles. This is the apostles' teaching. And so you and I, we think about ancient way for modern day. Well, you know where we begin. We begin right where this church began. Devotion to the teaching of the scripture. I mean, this is what makes us, in a sense, uh, a unique people. We are people of the book. We are devoted, not just to the parts of the Bible we like. We're devoted to all of the teaching. We're devo- devoted to the hard things, the challenging things, the, the places that call us to repentance, and, and, and obviously the, the places that are calling us to faith, to trust. So it says the apostles' teaching and the fellowship. Now, this is, uh, this is a partnership. This is striving together side by side. This is locking arm in arm. This is setting ourselves to the task together. This isn't fellowship like uh, like oftentimes we think about it in churches. Uh, you know, there's going to be fellowship after service, which really means potluck, which, you know, everybody in the, everybody say amen, right? Who, who doesn't love a, a great feast of gathering and feasting together with people? Don't get me wrong. That, that's not a bad thing at all. But this is really aiming us more toward striving and working together. 
You know, I think about uh, a lot of times guys, we, we get bored at church because there seems to be a lot of uh, a lot of introspection maybe or a lot of like just looking at each other and, and a lot of talking, which I think can get wearisome at times. But, but I want us to remember, we're not called just to be people of the book who listen to the teaching. We're called to be people who do the work side by side. We look out for the needy in our community. We find out who needs help and we go and we help them. We, we, we devote ourselves to the tasks at hand. And really, it's, it's in light of the gospel. So we don't just do good works to do good works. We do good works so that we can aim others toward knowing the love and the sacrifice of Jesus. And so they devote themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread. This is typically understood as meals together and maybe emphasizing on sharing communion together on Jesus's body broken and, and sharing in the, in the cup, his blood shed for us. This is, this is us uh, gathering for meals. And, and then in particular, as we gather for meals, we're always remembering Jesus and his death and resurrection. It says, and then, and the prayers. Now, uh, I don't think I, I, we, we have doubt what this means. This means they, they devoted themselves to prayer. Prayer as in a dependence upon God. You know, prayer is in we, we go to the Lord and say, Lord, these are our needs. These are our concerns. These are the things we rejoice in. These are the things we're hoping for. These are the things we need your help with in our lives. You know, prayer, oftentimes we, we remember that prayer is part of how God changes us when we go to him humbly. We start praying and we, we end up praying for the things that are close to the heart of God. It says, and, and awe came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. Now remember, the signs are being done to, to, um, to affirm, to, to certify the apostles' teaching, the new, this new revelation that's being given. So these are going hand in hand in part because, because they're, they're teaching things that are, that are brand new revelation. God's giving new revelation and, and, and how God is verifying it these apostles that are teaching this, they're, they're doing signs. It says, and all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they, they weren't all Seahawks fans. They didn't all like the same food. No, this is the all things in common in terms of the purpose, the heart, the spirit among one another is, is we are aiming at the things of God, not at the things of man. We are working, we are striving together. We're listening to the teaching together. We're sharing life in a way that's, it's really meaningful because it's in a way that honors the Lord. It says they sold their possessions and belongings and distributed the proceeds to all as any had need. Now this is not commanded, but what this is, this is the overflow of the heart. As we look around, we say, "Whose need can I meet?" And you know, I've, I've got, I've got more than I need. I, I can help so and so by giving to them, by sharing with them. Well, we're going to see this a little bit later. That this is not you. You must do this, but this is a free will offering. That flows from the heart, a heart that has experienced the grace of Jesus and wants to care for others. Verse 46, and day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. This was a, a regular meeting. This, they were constantly meeting. It wasn't just for, for an hour on Sunday. This was as often as they could gather together. As often as they can gather together, as often as they work, could work together, they were striving to do just that whether in the temple or whether in the homes. And then as they, as they received their food, it was with glad and generous hearts. There's a sense of, of happiness, a sense of joyfulness, and also a sense of generosity. They're, they're not just glad, look what I have, but, but they're generous. Look, look how I can bless 
and care for someone else. Look how it can meet someone else's need. Verse 47, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Now, this is a this is a beautiful picture of the church gathering, but it's also a beautiful picture of the church growing. The church is growing, and they're not growing by kind of flash in the pan, big events where they're like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna just wow you with you know how amazing we are. No, you know what they're doing? This is everyday ordinary stuff. They gather. They listen to the teaching. Bread is broken. Yes, there are signs and wonders that accompany the apostles' teaching, but by and large, this is the day-by-day kind of ministry that really is what we're called to today. As we gather regularly, maybe not day-by-day, but we have weekly services, we have life groups, we have small groups. You think about the different ministry opportunities we have. I think about just the way my path crosses with other Christians in my church regularly. You know what we're doing? We're, we're, we're on mission. We're, we're fellowshipping. We're partnering together. And as we do that, we end up having a witness toward the world. The world hopefully sees the way we love and care for each other, the way we, we have grateful, generous, glad hearts. And, and as we, we share the gospel little by little, one at a time, men, women, and children, they, they hear the gospel, they put their faith in Christ, and then they join this gathering, this, this, beautiful, this beautiful thing called the church. In fact, there's a book recently released. It's called The Most Beautiful Place, I think is what it's called. And it's it's talking about the church. The church. You know, this is, this is hopefully a great encouragement and maybe even a challenge to you today as you listen to this. To, to think about the church not as a service that you go to, not as something you go and you consume, as in, you know, what does the church offer, so what can I get out of it? No, that's not what the picture of the church is in the New Testament. The picture of the church is a people, a family, a body, a gathering, all together, like-minded, all things in common, because what we have in common is the gospel, and we're striving to, to honor the Lord Jesus and to love one another. You know what we're striving to do? Love God and love others. You know, this is our ancient way for our modern day. My encouragement to you today is, is read through verses 42 through 47 again as we come to a close. After this video closes, read through those handful of verses again and just think through, how are you How are you engaging in the ministry of the church? How, how are you um, helping your church family do these things in a way that really, that really adds to your gladness, that adds to your joy, and ultimately adds to the glory being reflected? Uh, to the Lord.